Welcome to the new segment of the Unyielded, Thriving No Matter What podcast, Rise and Thrive. I'm your host, Bobby Kaler. I wanted to create a super short segment that would be fuel for you so that you can make the absolute most out of this week that you've been given. Let's dive in to today's episode. want to talk about something that I see a lot in coaching, impatience. Now, specifically, impatience with ourselves and how we aren't making the progress that we want to be making. And trust me, I get this one. I have to manage myself all the time on this. Now, while there are probably many things that can contribute to this, I have noticed two traps that people fall into. And just to set the the stage here a little bit, I've coached more than 3,000 people. And I've seen this problem a lot. And these are the two of the most common traps that I see. Trap number one, comparing ourselves to people who are simply farther along on their journey. And trust me, I get this, right? I I have to manage this for myself. But think about it for a minute. If someone started on their journey 10 years before you did, why would you both be at the same place now, right? They're simply farther along because they started way before you. So here's how you can get out of this trap. Number one, tune into your emotions. This is really important. When you feel that tug of impatience, and keep in mind, it can also show up as maybe jealousy or envy towards their achievements. Train yourself to simply become aware of what you are feeling and stop. Stop before you go any farther down that rabbit hole. Don't start comparing yourself or your perceived lack of progress to them. Instead, ask yourself, how long have you been at this? And even if you've been at it the same amount of time as as they have, you may not have had the same starting place or the same resources or the same network or whatever. I've heard people say this, and I believe it to be true. They say that comparison is the thief of joy. And I absolutely believe that. And here's my addition to that. And having coached as many people as I have, comparison is also the thief of motivation. The second thing we can do is if we go through that and and we notice our emotions and we see that, okay, yeah, they've been at it for 10 years longer than I have use that as motivation to keep going, right? I mean, when I see that, I think, wow, this is exciting. See where I can be in 10 years if I keep putting in the work. Okay, so that was trap number one. Trap number two is this. We try to harvest too soon. I learned this way back in high school. I had just joined the speech and debate team. And let's just say that I had a long way to go to become good. At dinner one night, I was complaining about my lack of progress even though I'd only been on the team for like a month or so. And of course, I was comparing myself to people who had been competing for a couple of years. I mean, if you really take a step back and think about it, of course, I'm not going to be as good as they are at that point. That didn't stop me at the time. Now, I grew up on a farm and we had just planted cantaloupe the day before. And my, finally, my father must have had enough of my complaining because he abruptly said, when did we plant the cantaloupe? And I replied, yesterday. And then he asked, are you eating it and enjoying it yet? And I said in that sort of dove voice that only a a teenager can truly, truly master, I said, well, no. And he looked at me for a very long moment and he said, exactly. And then he just continued to look at me. Now it took me a second or two and then I got it. We need time to grow too before we can harvest our crop. So if this is a trap for you, here are three things that you can do. Number one, again, it begins with awareness. 
When you feel that impatience with yourself, stop and ask yourself, how long have I been at this particular thing? And here's a key. It's important that you get very specific with what you're looking at. So here are two examples to help you because this is, it can be kind of a invisible in a way. So the first example, I've worked with people who are trying to get better at sales and maybe they've been working on the overall sales game for a few years and they've probably gotten better at certain aspects of sales, but now they're working on a new aspect of the sales process. And they mistakenly think that because they are still working on sales as a whole, that they aren't making progress. When the reality is that they are making progress and they are discovering new aspects of the process to work on. And here's another example. Maybe it'll bring even more clarity. Let's use cross-country skiing as an example. So last year, I started working on incorporating uh, step turns as a way to navigate downhill turns. It's a bit of an advanced skill in in cross-country skiing, as there are other, you know, easier ways to do that. And I'm good at those easier ways. I've been practicing those for a while. But I wanted to add in another tool that I could use, you know, depending on the snow condition. And I have to admit that as I was learning these step turns, and, and I'm still learning it, sometimes I get tripped up and I fall. And it's really not surprising, right? It's a brand new skill within the bigger context of cross-country skiing. But that doesn't mean that I haven't made any progress as a skier. It doesn't negate any of the progress that I have made. It just simply means that I'm learning a new aspect of it. So when we're, when we're thinking about this, we have to get specific with how long we've been practicing this very particular and specific thing. Number two, once you have the real answer for how long you've been working on that specific aspect, ask yourself, is the progress that I'm hoping for or demanding of myself reasonable? The answer to this is usually no. And here's something else that I've noticed over the years in coaching. The more of a high achiever that you are, the more you expect out of yourself. And often, the less patient you are with yourself. And that leads me to number three. Reframe your expectations. What would be a realistic time frame to see the progress that you want to see? And maybe in this one, it helps if you take you out of the equation. Think about it if it was, you know, your child or your best friend and they were trying to, you know, to learn this. What kind of time frame would you encourage them to adopt here? So I hope these strategies help you. And if all else fails, remember the wise words of my dad cantaloupe don't grow overnight. So thanks for tuning in today. If you're getting values uh, from these, I hope that you'll, you know, hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. And no matter what happens this week, make sure that you rise and thrive.